0: Don't call this a comeback I've been here for years I'm rocking my pants The price, I'm gonna knock you out. Yo, welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast, everybody. It's your boy Tim and your boy Dave. What up? Here to bring you the latest, the greatest. The best news available. Man, I got a real hype there. I need to settle down a little bit. LL had me fucking... Settle down. Woosaw. Woosaw. LL, how can you not get hype? Mama said knock you out.
1: My mama never said that, but...
0: You kind of got the Ted
1: Cruz beard going on right Thanks, now. Thanks, by
0: the think, way. Well, that's—I don't know whether to take that as—I don't know either. Not. No, I need I a different know. beard. Yeah. I need a different beard if I got a Ted Cruz beard. If you are into smoking weed, Kamala said, "Knock you out." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kamala <laughs> oh. said, "Do as I say, not as I do. not buddy. as I do." We'll get into that. So it's been a long time. What's everybody been up to? Like I can listen to what you're saying. I hope you're doing good.
1: You don't hear the whispers.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Welcome to the Daily Attic once again. Um, Make sure that you check us out uh, on Twitter, Daily Attic Show. Um, We're starting to retweet some of our favorite people and guests that we've had on. Make sure you check out The Last Prisoner Project with Andrew D'Angelo and Steve D'Angelo. They're doing good shit. They're getting people out of prison that are wrongfully imprisoned for drugs, of course. Uh, make sure you check out uh, our girl Claudia Mirandi at the Don't Punish Pain Rally. She's got a movement on. She's got a TikTok going. Make sure you check out that. And make sure you leave a review for us, whatever format you're listening to, because the reviews do help us. And if you give us five stars, we will give you a hug. <laughs> a virtual. Virtual hug. A virtual hug. So um, getting back uh, onto this uh news that we were talking about with Biden. We got some uh, legalization news we would like to cover with you guys. Um, And before we do that, I want to make a quick announcement that we are looking to partner up or get some kind of uh, partnerships or friendships with the listeners here for people that can maybe help us out. We're trying to grow the show. We're trying to spread the word about the drug war, the war on drugs. And some of the news that we are covering, trying to, you know, get that out to the masses, because we do believe that once people start focusing on this subject, it's going to take care of a lot of different issues in our country. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we are trying to spearhead this one issue because it is affecting other issues. So for our feature today, we're going to talk about how to put an end to police brutality once and for all. Mm Mm-hmm. We have the answer. You guys can, you know, say We always had the answer. We always had the answer. You know, you have to you have to believe in us here because we are we feel strongly about this and it's covered here and there but it's not really the focus. I think the police brutality is coming down to racism of the people uh, uh like the police department or the police or the racism of the country in a whole, but I don't think the whole country's racist. I don't even think half the country's racist. I think that People are just misunderstood because the root of the problem here is not racism. I mean, it, it started as racism, but now because it was allowed to do that, because we were allowed to have a racist war on drugs, that's why there's still racism mm-hmm. because we allowed that. We're going to prove that. We're going to prove our point. We're going to make that happen. But first, let's go on to the news. How about that? So talking about um, Joe Biden earlier and Kamala Harrison, and as you guys all know, um, did you say Harrison, Harrison, Kamala Harrison? is it Harris? Ha- it's Harris. I didn't mean to say and. It was kind of like and, but I kind of <laughs> I kind of did <laughs> put the drawl on it. Hey, I smoked weed before the podcast, okay? I have an excuse. All right, that's true. All right. That's so true. if I make words up here, It's only going to offend the people that I make words up about. So if it offends Kamala. Oh, well, Kamala said, knock you out. Listen, what do you think about that? What's going on? If you guys don't know Joe Biden, once again, um, his administration let go of five staffers Mm -hmm. because they admitted to prior marijuana use within the last five years. Yep. So, um him uh and kamala here the ones that are going to be the sacred savior for this national legalization that everybody's all hyped up about they're showing you their hand like
1: i think everybody just kind of covered their eyes though
0: it's not it's not a big deal. it's a big deal like on conservative news sites and shit, because they're trying to like show but how could why and and i'm seeing it with some of our some of the people in the community in the cannabis community right now kind of repeating that like what like they let them go yeah and guess what weed's legal in
1: dc right that's weird (laughs) but federally like like the press secretary said it's still illegal federally and it's gonna be
0: and it's gonna be if they got rid
1: of that how much money would they lose Mm. You know, that's a big, that's a big loss of revenue if they legalize that for
0: a lot of people that it's interesting that you bring it up that way because people always try to frame it the other way. Look at how much tax money they can make. They're already making tax money. It's the money that they're spending on the war on drugs that they don't want to lose. I think it's upwards of 50 billion right now. It might be more. I think it's more than that. It might be more than that. Well, I think if you look at the residual effects of everything, it might be 50 billion to fund like the DEA and stuff right. like that, but when you look at local police, the amount of resources that go into imprisoning people and locking people up, I mean, that's a big business everybody. I will give Biden credit. He did sign an act, I believe, or made a uh executive order that prisons can no longer be private. Is that true? Yes. So
1: he's contradicting himself, man. I don't get this shit. Like So the us spends 51 billion annually yeah that's Since every year that's just in the budget though right that's not counting all the trickle down for you know every other department that does the, something with the drug war the states yeah. eat that's a federal budget there's yep. a state budget there's a local budget
0: you know some of that money goes to the state and local but there's like there's more than 50 billion going towards it
1: oh yeah but still, think about it. When did the drug war start?
0: I said drug war. When the drug died <laughs> Mm. The drug war started uh, in seventy one officially, but it was kind of before that. I mean, it was still Harry Anslinger did everything he could in like forty four and stuff like that to try to. So
1: let's let's say fifty years at fifty billion a year. That's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and that's not counting the money that we give to like mexico to help with their drug war or
0: they didn't well they didn't really start funding a the dea or a drug war until 71 that's when that's when nixon put it in the federal budget before that it, years, before yeah. that it was just part of the fbi or whatever right. they did but when they had the dea so um yeah because anslinger was an fbi i think he was fbi oh he was act. he was alcohol and tobacco so we probably spent in the upwards of a trillion dollars oh more than that together it's cost us a lot of money so it doesn't matter if you tax marijuana federally getting back to the point doesn't hey you guys it's a drop in the bucket it doesn't matter they're making out more stealing our tax money now and putting it towards this drug war that's not doing anything but making problems it's not accomplishing shit people are gonna do what they're gonna do you have access to drugs every one of you listening to this podcast right now knows somebody that can get access to something that you want to do Mm -hmm. and now with open communication on the internet and people having easy access to each other it's more it's easier than ever before it had to be like hey man i'll be at the fucking phone booth at 2 30 you call it call it jimmy's gonna be there he's gonna listen to it call me on my beeper man on my beeper and then hey let's go in the back alley you know it's so I I sit there I I'll, I'll sit like in a parking lot somewhere sometimes and I'll see people just chiefing, smoking weed right in their car man. You didn't do that shit back in the day. You didn't do like you didn't just sit. You, it was all it was all on the hush hush. You knew who was cool and you did it. But everything's got that open access and you know. I just think this Biden administration, just like the past administrations, are are, uh, totally, totally just, uh, removed from the, I think they kind of drive this thing to keep, and then they, they, they study all the, they have all these other issues that they you with, like Biden's fogging you with all these other issues. But when it comes to the war on drugs, he don't spend a lot of time talking about the marijuana and stuff like that. There's very little material because he does not want to commit one way or the other. But fire and five staffers. I mean, I could just imagine that he's bringing you into the old. He says, "Uh, uh D- 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 Dave. Uh, I read. I read, I read, I read your, your name. I read your resume. <laughs> That's your name, right?" Um. So, um, how are you today? High as fuck. <laughs> you guys are okay with that, right? <laughs> Uh, we, well, we feel that weed is a gateway drug based on the, uh, resume, resume research that we, uh, (laughs) sorry. You know what? No disrespect to Biden. I, I mean, as, as a man, yes. As a lawmaker, no, because this history goes back. You guys, you guys have to look at the
1: history of this. Well, on his last, his last speech, he said 120 years. He's been making laws.
0: Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He's put a lot of people behind bars, man. His laws have done that. So look at the whole picture when you when you guys think that. You know, I know that senators are working on a legalization law, and they might even come up with something that's kind of like far, you know. A step. A step, but it's never going to. It's not going to. I don't believe it. When I see it, I'll eat my words. But I, I don't believe in that right now. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, legalization news of, as far as like what's happening. Um, you, you guys know that Oregon is decriminalized low level low uh, possession of drugs and things like that, and around the country you're starting to see more marijuana laws getting passed. I mean, I think there's another 13 or something see, marijuana that can pass might, this year it might
1: be the gateway cause think about it once they legal, legalize marijuana then other drugs are starting to come into legalization yes. so it might be yeah. they, they
0: might be right man yeah they are right i think people are more <laughs> open to a reasonable drug lo- uh, law that that are for marijuana than not i think i talk to some people that that are weird though um they say you know if you i don't agree with legalizing all drugs and we always start the conversation like that and i say well I do. I think we should, Oh man, even like meth. I'm like, well, no, I don't think you should just have legal meth at every gas station, but you kind of do with like Adderall and these Mm -hmm. different drugs. You kind of have access to what people want out of meth. You got to look at what are people getting out of meth? Addicts are addicts. Addicts are going to be addicted to various shit. It doesn't have to be drugs. It could be anything. Um, but um, as far as drugs go and the health of people, I just don't think we have a healthy society period with or without drug use. Even if we had no drug use whatsoever, say
1: drugs didn't even exist as far as like illegal illicit drugs. You know what I would like to do is how everybody, you know how they're like, they look down on people that uses that use drugs and addicts. Yeah. Let's make coffee illegal for two months. so they can see how it feels to try to go get their cup of coffee from the local dealer or Or just caffeine in general. Caffeine's illegal. And then they'll see how people feel, man. Because it's something that they want, and now they can't get it. Mm -hmm.
0: Even though they don't, you know, there's something to, I just had a cup of coffee, but I don't sit and drink three fucking gallons of coffee. Some people do. I mean, it's dangerous to them, to their body, but that is the... That is the right that God gives us, not a country. The country doesn't give you your rights. And that's what JFK said. JFK said, your rights are not given to you by the state. Okay. You guys believe like, you know, the constitution says I'm free. Well, guess what? The constitution ain't shit. God gives you the right. Your creator gives you the right to live a free life, the life that you see fit he made rules for people. He made they had a wise, you know, they had a real wise system back in the day. Just don't hurt other people, just don't fuck with other people. But the problem with it is there's too much hypocrisy going on. Like, you know, in in the society, you, just like the hypocrisy of the government. It's illegal for you to go murder somebody, but the government can do it. Right. You know, there's these hypocrisies when you get to different uh ways that you lead society when you rule society or you have some kind of system in place so it's say you know just just like the cia actually brought drugs into this country and sold them illegally to raise money and it's proven it's on record but we're forgetting about that we always forget about this shit who's held accountable for it nobody nobody is held accountable for it
1: i can tell you who is the people that got caught using it yeah, yeah, they that's got who, held accountable. Yeah, they got
0: the exactly right. The people that are in prison now.
1: Once again, do as I say,
0: not as I do. Not as I do. It's a it's a it's a real sad state of affairs. Um, let And I played this before, but I'm going to play it again. Let's listen to Biden for a minute. Let's listen to Biden here um, and what he says. The truth of the matter is we, there's not nearly been enough evidence that has been uh, 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 acquired as to whether or not it is
1: a gateway drug.
0: Okay. He's still talking gateway drug shit. They've disproven that for at least two decades. So where I can show you where it's acquired, I can show you in the vast amount of people that smoke marijuana do not become cocaine users or it's totally different buzzes. If you knew anything about drugs, Joe, you would know that if you're going to relax and have whiskey, you're not going to go drink coffee. It's two different fucking things. Like, come on, man. That's his, (laughs) come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. (laughs) But moving on into our feature for the, for the episode, let's talk about how to put an end to police brutality and racism me and dave have the answer don't we mhm all right america's public enemy damn bust it out
1: is drug abuse
0: future presentation <laughs> <laughs> so um how to put an end to this drug war how to put an end not to the drug war, that's going to be complicated, but putting an end to the war on drugs is going to end police brutality in its, in its essence and help stifle the racism that has taken this country over right now. Mm-hmm. This country is, and it's okay to be different races. It's okay to do what you want. It's okay to live, to be free. You guys know my stance on this stuff. Everybody deserves to be free. Everybody deserves to have their voice. But not everybody should be listening to everyone. <laughs> you shouldn't be listening to just anybody. There's smart people that make good decisions. You should probably listen to those people. And I feel like right now, by social media and everyone having an equal opportunity to speak, even the idiots
1: are out there. See, the the, the biggest thing is people listen to people without looking into the issue for themselves. And they're just believing what that person says without even actually knowing the real facts, man. Right. That's an issue. That's a huge issue. We don't talk about things to any extent. If you're going to back something up, look into it. You know? Not just say, oh, well, so-and-so said, no, fuck that. The other
0: thing, you know, it's a, it's a, the other thing about With social media and what we're we're able to do with this is we're able to spread this racism and videos of this brutality, and you're seeing it as it is, and you're hearing it as it is, as a point right now. But if you go back in history like we have, you will see that the war on drugs is the foundation, the all-out war on everyone in this country the war on people it's the war on people and it's the war on control and that's what we have to understand that's why we have to fight this we have to get we do have to uh start spreading the word spreading the message and uh the best way to do that is just to educate people and you sound like a weirdo if you just bust all the facts out on them because i've done that before they're like oh and i'm just like well this and that and this and that and that but I'm not trying to stifle people with too much information too quickly. They have to look at this thing. So let's start from the beginning. I'll tell you why it's a racist war. Because it was founded that way. And you guys know how I feel. You guys know how I feel about Harry Anslinger. Um, you've heard it on this show before. That's where the drug war started. It, it, it essentially started federally with Nixon. But let's listen to a quote. Let's listen to a couple quotes. This is a quote by Harry Anslinger. And he was the, if you guys don't know who Harry was, he was the commissioner for the Federal Bureau of Narcotics from 1930 to 1962. And the only reason he started that was because alcohol became legal in 33 and he had nothing else to do, so he had to go after the drugs. And this, this is this guy's mentality. And our whole fucking system is based on this right now. Think about that. Here's his quote. There are 100,000 total marijuana smokers in the U.S. The most are Negroes, Hispanics, Filipinos, and entertainers. Their satanic music, jazz and swing, result from marijuana usage. This marijuana causes white women to seek sexual relations with negroes entertainers and any others harry j anslinger you uh, got to be fucked up you got to be fucking kidding me right and don't blame the reason he is in power there because the country was founded by white guys and don't turn it into this country's inherently racist because it's not it's not inherently racist this country wasn't built on racism You're letting them do that to us because you're not reading the people that shaped policy and understanding how it happened. You're looking at a very small grain of sand on the beach. Look at the whole picture. Here's another one. I wish I could show you what small marijuana cigarettes can do to degenerate Spanish speaking residents. That's why our problem is so great. The greatest percentage of our population is composed of Spanish-speaking persons, most of who are low mentally because of social and racial conditions. I mean, if he said that nowadays, if he tweeted that shit out there...
1: Oh, he'd be canceled.
0: Not only would he be canceled, I think, they'd go, I think they'll hunt him down. I think, I think they'll so? fuck with... Man, people are getting canceled for a lot less than that.
1: He's blatantly,
0: blatantly racist. So I'm referring, I'm taking these quotes and references from the war on us by Colleen Colles. It's a great, it's a great book. She was a great guest, great guest on our show. She was back on uh, with her and Claudia and we talked about her book and how she wrote it. And if you want to go back and listen to it, give it a listen, a lot of great information, great book. Um, another, Great quote by Thor Benson. Do we know who Thor Benson is? I don't is? know. Not yet. Thor is one of those names that, I mean, kind of picturing Thor Benson right now. Thor Benson. Muscly Th- and uh The war on drugs will go down in history as the most racist crusade since slavery. That is pretty profound. And that's kind of what we're beating home here. We're trying to tell you, we're trying to help this,
1: uh, we're trying to help the situation by identifying the problems. So I don't know how old Thor Benson is, but the only one I can find online is a younger guy. Okay. And he's a freelance journalist. Yeah. Maybe we need to have Thor on. Is that the Thor though? I don't know. There can't be too many Thor Benzes. Actually, Bensons. it probably is because he's the author of uh, Weed Maps News.
0: Oh, nice. So. so he's on there. He's identifying. He's, but he's correct. He's yes, correct. He it's going to go down mm-hmm. as one of the most racist wars in history, and and we're allowing it to happen. And half, half or more of the police brutality incidents involve black and white people that are together, mostly because they're allowed to. Um, they're allowed to enforce these laws and they're allowed to search and they're allowed to, and people are, people are high on these drugs too. So you have to handle them a different way. You can't just go, um, coming at someone who is intoxicated on drugs and then arrest them and take them to jail because they're high. I mean, that's just weird to me. I mean, it's normal to us cause we see it happen all the time, but, that person needs to come down. They need to get, you know, maybe they need some counseling. Maybe they just had a bad day. Maybe they lost a loved one and they're out there fucking, or maybe they're a junkie and they have nobody. Or maybe that's just what they like to do. Maybe that's what they like to do on Friday night.
1: It's like some people go home and drink beer on Friday nights. This dude wants to do some heroin. The war on drugs and the way it happens to The
0: the prison population is 80% minority. The minorities that go to prison have longer drug sentences than their white counterparts. When you put men in prison, young black men in prison, for drug possession, they are now criminals of the state. And they can be used in the prisons by these companies to produce products. Look at the whole picture. Look at how racist this is. Look at how terrible the loss of male men in the black community hurts families everyone around it think about that this is some deep shit you guys and usually we're joking around and we're talking talking the talk but in in this political thing you guys got to get out of this out of this po- these politicians i'm just going to call it how i see it they got you bamboozled <laughs> They got you looking over here. It's the old it's the old hand is quicker than the eye trick, and they got you. They got you right now. They got you thinking every white person's racist, every black person's racist. We all hate each other. We're stuck in this country together. We don't like each other. The country was built on racism. Black people don't got a fair shot at anything. White people have privilege. They got you guys thinking all this shit that's not even true for the most part, for the most part. They're taking very small slices of history and showing it to you in 30-second clips and 280-character tweets, and you're buying into it because you got to have an emotion about something, because you got to stand for something. I'll tell you what to stand for. Make a goal and aim at it to leave the world in a better place than you found it. If you see a piece of trash on the ground, pick it up. If you see a person hurting nearby, ask them if they need some help. Quit judging everybody all the time. Quit worrying about yourself so much. You're self-centered. That's what you think about is how to fight with people and how to talk back to people and how somebody treated you a little bit different because you're black or you're white. So the fuck what? I've been mistreated many times in my life and I didn't begrudge a whole race because of it. Get off your high horses and, and realize the problem. Spread the word about the war on drugs. It's criminalizing almost everybody. And it's affecting the entire country. Fucking world. Yeah, it's a worldwide. it's a worldwide thing. But guess what? They're still pumping them in here. They're still pumping them in here. You can get drug, you can get drugs cheaper, you can get them easier. You have more access to it. And shittier. Yeah. And you know, untested, low quality. You don't, I mean, high quality. I don't know. You need to be talking to your kids. Talk to your kids about drugs early. If you're using drugs, tell your kids you're using them and tell them why. Don't be a pussy. Tell them, tell them why not to do them or tell them how to use them right. There's a concept. There's a real concept.
1: Be honest. You know, I think that that's how, that's kind of how dare failed, man, because they try to stick it in your house, your head that all drugs are bad and this and that, but
0: it worked. It worked for the most part for some people. Cause I meet people now that think that if you'd use drugs, you're, you're an idiot. You know, actually, yeah, I meet some yeah. people like that. I think it worked on some people. I think it failed. I think the program did fail, but I think that there's some people that you meet that just think that you're weak. If you do drugs, I could see that. And I think some of them are like politicians and people that go to them and
1: probably the same people that's going and snorting a line after work,
0: probably you know, or doing worse things, yep. or hurting people. You know what I mean? I don't think drug addicts themselves and drug and, and drug addiction is a whole separate is a whole separate issue. Addiction has nothing to do with race. Okay, you can be an addict no matter who you are. You know, you can be an addict of many things. I was watching that Tiger Woods documentary. He's a sex addict. This guy that just shot up the uh, Asian, uh, those 10 people uh, that sadly passed away, shot up the Asian massage parlors. He is a sex addict. You know, there's people that are suffering that need some kind of, I don't know if that was their medicine or whatever, but what, whatever it is that gives people compulsions to be self-gratifying all the time, is not good. You need some delayed gratification here, people. You can't just have everything you want it when you want it. I know that sounds like a great life.
1: Yeah, don't be a two-minute chump.
0: (laughs) But no, man, there's something to it. You know, we got to all have a common goal here and it's not to hate each other. You know, I think this plant brings us together. I think it's a good thing. I don't think Biden is going to legalize it. I don't think the media is ever going to tell you that the war on drugs is a racist war. You'll have some independent journalists do that and stuff, but it'll never run on the 24 Mm seven news churning networks. Because if we got to the root of the problem, people are so brainwashed. Now when Oregon passed, everybody was like freaking out. Oh my God. If you're, if you want to smoke crack, go to Oregon. Yeah, I (laughs) know. It's like,
1: but, I mean, every other place that did that, the first year or two, kind of, I would say drug use went up. Yeah. But then it, it actually came lower than what it originally started, though.
0: There's that stigma behind it, too, because... And the dogs totally agree with us right Yeah, they're now. high as shit. Yeah. CBD treats. <laughs> CBD don't make you high. But I agree with you 100%. I think that... uh I think that we got the we have the answer to the question. If you guys want to know how to end pr- police brutality, ending the dr- war on drugs will be a first very big step. Mm-hmm. If you don't have police having to monitor people's chemical usage, then police can probably get back to being good role models in the community and actually stopping the real crime that happens when people get raped, murdered, maimed, fucking property destroyed all that good shit we're gonna get out of here for these dogs drive me fucking crazy mm. we'll go let them out and go do something like that but hey thanks for tuning in sorry to get so deep on you guys actually I'm not sorry but deep that was deep 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 we got the answers we got the solutions I think so check us out next episode we're gonna talk about the second amendment hmm That's a
1: touchy one. I don't give a shit.